My name is Brad. And how many tattoos do you have? I have six. Okay. Um, so that's just, that just seems like so much. It's not. I believe you. <laughs> Brad, as people must call him outside of school, is another one of my teachers. Not only is he my math teacher, but he has also been my advisor for the past four years. There is a rumor going around my school that he has a Wu-Tang Clan tattoo. So before we go any further, let's get that cleared up. Is there a Wu-Tang Clan tattoo? Uh, I feel like we need a definite answer. Currently or future plans? Currently. No. Is there future plans for one? Quite possibly. Really? I don't know. I'm not willing to rule anything out. All right. So there you go. There is no Wu-Tang Clan tattoo. My job is done. Just kidding. The first one that I got, I got when I turned 18. Uh, it's a design on my right shoulder blade on my back. Uh, it, that one doesn't have any deeper meaning. That was just really, um, I wanted some sort of artistic expression on my body. I knew I wanted uh, something and I, I, one of my friends and I found this design that I really liked and so I got that. Pretty simple, not full of much meaning. But the next one he got, is pretty much the opposite. The second one I got, my brother and I actually have the exact same one. It's a crazy little donkey. Um, we have it in the same spot on our calves. Uh, that was, I believe, the summer after my freshman year of college. It was definitely when I was in college and my brother was finishing up high school. Um, the significance of that one is it's really, my brother and I are really, really close. Um, we're best friends. We've always been best friends. And we, I came back and it was this interesting transition period in our lives where I was at college and becoming more of an adult. He was finishing high school and about to go his own direction, so I went to college in D.C. Uh, he went to college in Boston, so we were going to be separated for a while. Uh, so we knew we wanted to get some sort of tattoo, and we decided to get these silly little donkeys, kind of a nod to us being jackasses than anything else. And, and it's just like, it's funny, it's silly. It made both of us laugh as soon as we saw it, and then we realized, like, that's what we wanted. We wanted something that was really, like, highlighting that, you know, growing up together, we could just look at each other and make each other laugh, and we are always playing jokes on each other. Brad and his brother are still close, both in their friendship and geographically. They live only four blocks away from one another. But before they could move into the same neighborhood, Brad traveled to Costa Rica. The next one is the one that I got after living abroad in Costa Rica. Um... I, it is a stanza from an Edgar Allan Poe short story. Uh, the story is called Berenice, and it's the opening stanza of the poem. Brad traveled to Costa Rica after graduating college. I got a degree in teaching. I knew I wanted to teach. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go right into teaching or if I wanted to go to graduate school or if I wanted to do something else. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I was kind of a little bit lost. I wasn't really sure what direction I wanted to go in. But he found a program where he could go abroad as an assistant teacher for six months. He would live with a local family, they would feed him and give him a place to stay. So essentially, I didn't get paid anything, but I also didn't have any expenses, so I got to live for free. And that really helped him in a lot of ways. So it was wonderful to get out of the United States. It was wonderful to, to live in a completely different culture. Um, it really gave me a lot of focus and direction with what I wanted to do. I left that knowing that I was, I was ready to be a full-time teacher. Um, and it was just a really, really tremendous experience. During his time abroad, Brad also read a lot of Edgar Allan Poe, including this line. Out of joy is sorrow born, 
Either the memory of past bliss causes the anguish of today, or the agonies which are have their origins in the ecstasies which might have been. These few lines, in a way, summarize what he learned in Costa Rica. It's really a reminder to myself to really cherish everything and to not um, to not get bogged down by the negatives and to really cherish. So obviously, life has good, it has bad, um, and to really embrace the good while it's there because it's not going to last. And now he always has them with him. The next tattoo Brad got also symbolizes something, well, someone actually, he always plans to be with. I have an infinity symbol on my side that represents, so my partner and I um, are not married, uh, so we decided to get tattooed and that it essentially, I mean, it represents exactly what you think it represents, which is kind of cheesy, but it, you know, the, the love and care and partnership that we have for each other. And he didn't just never get around to getting married. Neither of us believe in the institution of marriage. We have problems with uh, the history of it, um, the concept of brides and women specifically as objects, and marriage as the means of transitioning property, essentially. Um, we also have no connection to the religious component of it. So it was it was something that we were both fortunate to find someone else who felt as strongly in the same, uh, with the same feelings about it. So it was a very conscious decision to not get married. While most people will agree that that is a pretty romantic tattoo, some people might think his next tattoo is a little nerdy. I have the fundamental theorem of calculus tattooed on my shoulder up here. But I mean, he's a math teacher, so it makes sense, right? It's less about being a math teacher and more about calculus is my favorite subject to teach. Uh, I think that it, for me, it, it represents um, making a lot of connections between various math concepts, which seem kind of random at the time when you're learning them. And so in many ways, it represents a lot of the interconnectedness of higher level mathematics, which I always really loved. It's far more about the process than the final answer. And it's really about how you get there and what you learn about yourself along the way. Um, and that's where you see it in the world, right? That's where anything that you do, you're probably not going to be, you're probably not going to need the fundamental theorem of calculus in your job, but you are going to need to be able to approach a problem and wrestle with different ways to solve it and then figure out what to do. And no matter how much someone uses math in their life, having problem-solving skills is still important. There's nothing nerdy about that. It's time to talk about Brad's very last tattoo. Okay, so this one is actually pretty fresh. I just got this a few weeks ago. It is a fractal design. So it's a mathematical, geometric mathematical-based design, essentially. So it's a, this really unique and cool overlap between math, art, and nature in that it... It's a design that um, essentially the rules are it has to be self-similar and replicating. Even though fractals are mathematical concepts, they appear a lot in nature, like trees, leaves, and even some coastlines. And so the design I got is just a large triangular-based fractal design, which it's it looks like a weird like triangular tree that like branches out. And I got that because it for me it it represents. Um, that one more, more than the fundamental theorem one represents the beauty of mathematics. That's all of them. I'm pleasantly surprised with how each tattoo has its own story and deep meaning.